Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. Welcome back to the things we say. This podcast is going to be the conclusion of our discussion last week um, that we didn't quite finish. It ran a little long, so we split it into two parts. And this is the second part of that discussion. If you did not hear the first part, please start at the beginning and don't just jump in in the middle. So one, one thing that's maybe not popular with my libertarian buddies is that I would like to see all pornography or materials along that line Mm -hmm. move to a .xxx domain. Okay. Um, Not .com or, you know, .org or whatever, but move it to a triple X domain. And by that way, making it a lot easier for everyone to block, Mm. that wants to block it. To me, the problem with pornography right now is that it is so pervasive into a lot of places and acts that could be accidentally be stumbled upon. Yeah. And so if you want to come at me with your First Amendment stuff and say, I have the right to post this, I have the right to view this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. But do we all recognize that it is important that children yeah. not be interacting with this? And we should all be able to agree that not only should children not be able to stumble upon this, but parents who don't want it in their homes need to, need to have, have a, a tool. way, yeah. a, 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 a surefire way yeah. to do this. And this is very, very easy to do. Yeah. And that is by requiring the internet service providers to make sure that the content, that they are not displaying pornographic content on domains that are not tri- dot triple X yeah. or something of that and, nature. And I hear what you're saying. And I mostly agree with you. <laughs> the only problem is how do you actually regulate that? Because you get into like, okay, then what is pornography? What constitutes pornography as opposed to what constitutes art? What what constitutes, um, you know, yeah. it, it, it gets into those issues. So, so I get it. And, and because I don't really have a whole lot of confidence in government regulation, I feel like that would blow. I, I completely agree with you, though. I love the idea of basically saying... This is the domain you're going to use, period. Like, this is just what you're going to use. You will have no other regulation other than that. This is yeah. just the domain That's you have to use. That's all I'm saying is like... I get that. There's many tubes in the internet. Yeah. We're just asking you to put this yeah. This is your this lane. Tube. This is your lane. And we've and, already and kind of done that with .com. .com is for commercial use. Right. And when there's .org, .gov. It's government use. Yeah. You can't get a .gov if you're not a government right. agency. Uh, yeah. I And again, I completely... And you can't get a .edu if, yeah. you're, not a dot, if you're not an educator educational institution. I'm totally for yeah. the however the internet is regulated, which I don't claim to understand. Right. But it has to be within your power to right. at least move uh and it, sexual right. acts. Depicted again, sexual acts. And, and again though, even that. even now though, again, as I'm trying to agree with you, I'm I'm already still thinking again about like, but then what how do you how do you constitute penalties when that doesn't happen? 
you know, when when you find a site that is is posting things that's not like, what kind of penalties do you enact? Do you arrest those people? Do you jail those I mean, people? Do you no, find those people? They're, they're already taking down internet sites no, that I, sell again, I, counterfeit. I, I'm, I'm right. I'm not, NFL jerseys. Right. How hard can it be? And I'm not saying it necessarily would be, but I'm just saying it gets into growing the bureaucracy, which which always frightens me. I always get my palms start sweating whenever I whenever I stop. To me, I'm already there. I'm like, okay, NSA, your job is now no longer spying on Americans. <laughs> We're just asking you to remove pornography yes. and keep again, it in its own. Again, team. in, in it, on its face, I completely agree with you, but I feel like even now as I'm thinking about it, I've just got all these things that are hitting the back of my brain and, and, and hopping forward to but yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that. Um okay. Um <laughs> uh, unpopular political yeah. stances that you have. Yeah, the, uh, I believe prostitution should be legal. Um. Okay. Okay. So, now let me let me open this up. What you said earlier. I'm trying to see if I agree or disagree. Yeah, yeah. I've thought about this for a while. And oh, I'm not sure. And if again, I have this a is stance. this is my thing. I absolutely believe that prostitution is sinful. It is sinful. It's also the period. oldest profession. It is sin. In a Christian perspective, am I against it? Yes. Do I think it is harmful to an individual? Yes. Does Do it I lead think... to modern slavery in a way that yes. <laughs> nothing else does? Yes. 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 But this is my thing. When I come down to it, the libertarian in me says, if you do not literally have the right to do whatever you want to do with your own body, if you do not have enough control over your own body to say, I am going to give myself to a person temporarily and they are going to pay me for it, you do not have control over yourself. And I struggle greatly with that. Yeah. I struggle greatly with that. Now, what I, what I would not have a problem with is, is regulating, like what you were saying, like go after pimps, go after you know traffickers, go after that kind of thing, and leave it to the individual. If the individual chooses to do this, and they are not part of an organization, and they are not being manipulated, and they are not being forced, yeah. they should not be prosecuted for anything. Uh, yeah, I don't really like the prosecution. It seems like such victim blaming. Like, I don't know. I don't know that anybody would... I guess some people might get into it willingly because people yeah. get into the porn industry willingly. Right, and that's and the same thing for crying out loud. Yeah, I don't know how you have... Maybe worse. How, I don't know how you have porn stars that people look to and they're like, oh, okay, that's a profession. Yeah, and, and what's happening? They're getting paid for sex. Yeah. But prostitution. So, yeah, but bad. but again, if if some woman or some man, you know, whatever, obviously it's on both sides. If somebody is like, I am about to run out of money and I have literally no nothing to offer, I know I can I can eat or I can feed my children if I do this. Again, I know I, I understand it from the moral, from the sinful I, I get it. Yeah. But it does not help anybody to make it a prosecutable and illegal offense. And it, 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 it makes the freedom part of me just crinkle. It gets really sticky. Yes, it does. And to me, there's so much going on there that I'm not sure I would want to touch it. I would have to really do some studies on places where it has been legalized yeah. and how that's being implemented before I would have an opinion right. on it. I haven't studied it right. enough to know. Um, I... Uh, that's one and of that's those how ones I've, where I'm like... That's how I felt about it for the last, like, 10 years. And I finally just hit a point where I'm like, no. Like, I, I just to, can't... I need to study it. Yeah. And, and again, I've looked into those things. I've looked into things like Amsterdam, some of these places where it's become, you know, just completely... But because it's a self-controlled market now, it is, yeah. it is 
there is no you don't need protection because you can do it to whatever manner you wish. Like there is no there's what nothing clandestine is, about it. Is if you are totally pro like the whole sexual revolution and you're pro like any sort of sexual deviancy that's currently allowed in our country, then you come out against prostitution. I'm really confused right yeah. now how that applies. Yeah. Well, like, and, again, though, the thing that's funny to me is we've already, and, and you're touching on it right now, we've already turned sex into something that's transactional. It's yeah. no longer relational, it's transactional. It's I want something from you, you want something from me. Maybe that's maybe that's sexual gratification on both sides. But like, we're going to go out, we're going to have one night stand, we're just going to both go home in the morning, nobody cares. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just that money has not exchanged hands. And we have literally said, every manner of sexuality is okay. You can do whatever you want. But if somebody gives you money after it, you're going to jail. It doesn't make any sense. It yeah. literally doesn't make any sense. And, and again, I, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of the transactional nature of sex in, in, in society. No, now. it should be. I think it's horribly damaging. Yeah. But th again, freedom, if freedom is not cheap. One of the uh, less popular opinions that I have is I'm totally against any sort of police checkpoint okay. along a public highway. Um, I think that goes against the Constitution where I should be free to move about the country. I cannot be stopped basically unless you have cause. Yeah. And so for me, if you stop me at a checkpoint, I'm just going to ask you if I'm free to go. I, I understand that they're trying to catch drunk drivers. That's right. a noble goal. Right. To me, you can do that somehow that doesn't inconvenience the entire populace. <laughs> <laughs> I, and and it, if it's a completely random checkpoint, you can't tell me that that's the best way to catch drunk drivers. Right. It can't possibly be the solution. Right. right. And if you're doing something that's, that's in a, that runs afoul of the Constitution by stopping someone and basically asking for papers. Yeah. You're asking me for license. You're asking me for registration. And I haven't done anything. Yeah. You're, and, and you want to basically search my car. You know, if I have to roll down the windows so that you can see in yeah. or view me or in any way, you are searching me. Mm. That is a search. And, and, and I'm not. I'm not consenting to it other than driving on a public highway. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I'm totally no, against it. And, and again, those. it's, I'd love it's, to see it's one of those things abolished. though, that, that I'm kind of like that and speed cameras, speed cameras cannot possibly yeah. be constitutional. Well, and again, a lot of them, you know, like in Ohio, I don't think they're operating anymore. I don't think they're allowed to operate yeah, anymore. Those are terrible. We knocked, we knocked them down. We voted, we voted against that and knocked it down. A little victory for libertarians. Because I need there. to be able to face my accuser in court. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, without a doubt, without a doubt. Whoever it is. And, and again, I agree with you, but at the same time, I, I guarantee you if we had a cop here, they would be able to give us all the stats on the ways that, that that's actually been a benefit. I guarantee you there would be able to. But again, I don't think that necessarily makes it right. I, I, I do agree with you on that. I would say, you know, and I've, I've only ever been stopped in one checkpoint, and it was while I was in Canada. So I didn't expect a whole lot of freedom while I was there. <laughs> the only way to get freedom in Canada is to move to the hills somewhere. That's that's the that's the most freedom you're going to get in Canada, just because nobody knows where you are. Yeah, but you know, beautiful, I'll, beautiful country. They need some help. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I like Canada. And no, I, I know, I know. I'm just poking <laughs> at you because I know it's 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 your half home. Yes. Um, you have nothing to fear from Canada. No, they're the no, nice next door neighbors. They are. Yeah, I, that are possibly I, one more of my sophisticated favorite, and better dressed one than of the my, rest of us. One of my favorite things uh, I heard a comedian once talking about Canada, and he said, "Every time I go to Canada, he's like, it's like an, it's like my my grandma's attic. You know, you you go up there and you think I forgot all this crap was up here, <laughs> you know? and, and it's all good stuff." My favorite was it was it Jim Carrey? <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey's description of Canada. 
Or no, it's Jerry Seinfeld. I can't remember because it was in Comedians Getting Cars and Coffee. Or oh, yeah, that was Seinfeld. Seinfeld did that, yeah. Yeah, but it was Jerry Seinfeld and, and Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey. Okay. together. So I think it was Seinfeld that was talking about how you go, you go up to Canada and it's like, if aliens went and tried to create America just from viewing it from the outside, <laughs> and then they sucked you up out of your home and they dropped you in this place and you're like, oh, this looks and feels like home. And then you're walking around and you're like, yeah, but it's not quite yeah, right. It's not quite right. Like, I, these are, no, this is not, <laughs> that should not, no. And, and you're like, everything feels right for a while. And then after a while, you're like, oh, this is not like home. <laughs> he's like, he's Close, like, that's exactly you just, what it is. You just missed. Oh, man, that's it's funny. not off by much. Um, abortion. Um, abortion's a big one. I know we just went from Canada to abortion, but I'm going to hit this gotcha. one. Um And this one's this one again is very hairy for me because I, I do I, want I believe to, I wanted to ban it all yeah, just by the way. But, yeah, here's here's my thing though. Here's my thing. I believe that life begins at conception. Period. I believe yeah. the image of God is stamped on a person. They okay. have value from the instant of conception. However, man, I hate that I'm even saying however in this. It's almost making me want to tear up. I cannot legally prove that that is a person. I cannot legally prove to anyone that that is a living being. I can't do it. And so my, my, my thing with abortion is, again, this is from a legal standpoint, and I genuinely believe, let me be very clear, I genuinely believe that we are scientifically getting to the point where the, the ball is being, being moved further and further back uh, for, for what my standard would be in so terms of being able to identify this. Would so, you be pro like heartbeat law my, like we had in I Ohio? Would say, I would say a pro heartbeat law is as, as far as the letter of the law can take you know what, legalization right now in of our abortion. Culture, I would take a heartbeat law yeah, nationally. Yeah. And again, and again it doesn't, it if doesn't change. Heartbeat, yeah, you, go ahead. If there's a heartbeat, it would become murder. Yes, it is, it is a living heartbeat. person and you cannot, yes. you cannot kill that. You cannot kill. So, it so I I genuinely believe that that should be at this point that should be the legal standard and definition of when it is okay to terminate a pregnancy. I believe life begins at conception. I do not believe that it is moral or justified or or God honoring in any way to ever terminate a pregnancy. Period. Again, I know there's some I know there's some medical issues where mother's life is at risk, and I've I've seen some of those things. I'm not trying to. Come yes, down on anybody if, or any kind of thing like that. If everybody would limit the conversation to only mothers' right, life right. at risk and only rape, then right, we'd right. be having we a totally a different thing. conversation. But, but they're using that to legalize yeah, everything else. Yeah, but my 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 thing is, if we are a nation of laws, and we are, and if and if we are the ultimate the ultimate authority of our nation is the Constitution. It's not a president. It's not a political party. It's not even Congress or the judiciary. It is the Constitution itself. And if that is the case, and if we are a nation of laws, I cannot, and I've racked my brain over this, I've lost sleep over thinking through this one, I cannot make the legal argument that something without a heartbeat is alive. Even though I believe it in my heart, even though I, I completely believe it based on Scripture, I believe it based on the conviction of the Holy Spirit in me, I cannot make that legal argument. Yeah, I mean, we will declare somebody dead you know, if they don't have what are was the criteria? You don't have brain function. You Ultimately, don't have, it's heartbeat. You know, I was talking to Kayla about this. Like, even if somebody is brain dead, they their heart can just keep going. You know, if their if their brain is functioning enough to keep the the basic motor running, 
they'll live and they're technically alive. And they're not declared dead just because they're brain dead. They're declared dead once their heart stops. And that and is right, it. right now, I mean, we have like Lacey's Law, which means if you kill a pregnant woman, you get tried for two murders. Right. So we're already in law recognizing that. Which good on him for George W. for yeah, signing that one into if, law. That if there's a... if. If there's a pregnant woman, yeah. that you're ending two lives. Like yes. that's already in law and a part of it. Yeah. So it's a part of the discussion. You know, when is she pregnant? When does she have two? When is there right. two lives? And the right. heartbeat right now is probably as much as we could expect. Right. Um, legally, but my my whole thing goes back to, and I think you could go further based on this, but I would be I would be fine. Obviously, elective. Here's my thing about elective abortion. Yeah. I do see it as a women's right issue, rights issue from this standpoint. Okay. And that is worldwide, you throw all these numbers together. Are there more women aborted or men? Women, without a doubt. By far. Yeah, especially if you, just, if you just throw China ab- into the mix on that. Absolutely. Yeah. If, as soon as you mix in China, as soon as you mix in, you know... We don't have good stats in America what that's doing, but it's obvious in China where they've had it for a while that people have been electively aborting girls at a much higher rate yeah. than boys. And if we're going to talk about law, we got to talk about things that work for everyone. And yeah. so right now, there are more baby girls being aborted than boys. Are we okay with this? Yeah. yeah. And if we're not okay with this, I'd love for you to explain why. Right. Okay, so it's not okay to abort just because it's a girl. Is it now okay to abort if you think it might be a girl? Yeah. Or might be a boy? Do we get sex elective abortions? Or, you know, do are you okay now if they say it might have a medical condition? Yeah. Are we okay with aborting people because you think they might yeah. have certain syndromes? They right. might have dwarfism. They might have, you know... Whatever it might be, you know, something uh, something that would hold them back. Yeah. And people are like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I think you're going to abort for that, but not because of what gender they are. Right. How? What kind of weird line is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, w- as soon as you get into um, who is it okay to abort, now you're devaluing everybody that we've worked for years to get handicapped spaces, to lift up handicapped people in our societies yeah. and say, you know, they you still have, have value, value too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just as much as everybody else. And yes, they're a minority in our society, but that's the whole thing about America. Majority rule, minority rights. Right. These people have rights, they have value. Right. And you cannot just go around and, 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 and they legalize are, and they are abortion. the genuine, and they are the, gen, in those cases, you know, where it's, where it's the handicapped or the, or the, or the, you know, mentally disabled, those they are the genuine, I would say, poor and suffering. They cannot care for themselves. It is not yeah. possible These for them the to care for themselves. Our society has to care yes, for. Yes. In my mind, are morally obligated yes. to care for. And and so my argument for abortion is is based on <clears throat> two two different articles in the Constitution. One one is that is basically the idea of like every person being equal under the law. Yeah. And and so you cannot go in and differentiate because of how they were conceived. And right. this is where I get into the whole like rape thing, whatever. How they were conceived does not matter. That if if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about 
personhood under the law. I don't care if they're inside marriage, outside marriage. I don't care if they're black, white, brown, blue. I don't care if they are boy or girl or if they're going to be disabled or not. You can't make a differentiation based on anything other than are they a person. Yeah. Okay? Right. So you have to only have that argument about whether or not this is a person. Right. And then you look to the idea of we are all guaranteed certain inalienable rights. You cannot remove these rights from a person, according to the Constitution, a right to life. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we alienate from this particular from this particular stage of life, we're alienating life, the right yeah. to life yeah. from them. We're taking away the right to life from either the elderly or the infirmed yeah. or the unborn or people that can't speak for themselves. That is an inalienable right. You cannot separate right. it. So for me, I'm saying it's life. We cannot take away the right to life the right to liberty, the right to pursue right. happiness. And you cannot tell me that this baby that hasn't spoken anything yet is going to be happier dead. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't get there. Yeah. So for me, it's my opposition to abortion is based in those two things. First yeah. of all, though, you can't differentiate in, in any way. It's, it's about life or it's not about life. Right. And then, the right to life being applied. Right. And to my mind, that's that's where I came to my conclusion is where can I, like what's the lowest common denominator that I can say this is a living being? Yeah. And to, for me, it was it was the heartbeat. It was in, in looking at it and looking at the stats and looking at how that works and mostly looking at it and saying, okay, it, when something's dead, what happens? You know, what? when do we declare someone or something dead? And like the, it's The it's, plan B abortion pill is already out of the box. That genie's already been let yeah. out of the bottle. So yeah. I don't know how you stuff yeah. it back in i mean but again i i think i think we will eventually look back on i i think society will look back on the the what i will call the the genocidal wave of abortion that we have seen over these past decades and it will be looked on much like slavery is looked on now i think there will come a day when 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 science medical science will catch up to such an extent and the understanding of what's actually happening at conception will catch up to such an extent yeah. that that people will be horrified uh, yeah. looking back on on society now. And personally, this. raising a daughter, I cannot believe right now that there are people that would do elective abortion yeah. based on sex yeah. or gender. I, I can't yeah. wrap my head around it. And to realizing that you're legalizing people doing that. Yeah. Like right now, you if you are allowing abortion after you can tell whether it's a boy or a girl, you cannot tell me that there aren't some people that will abort based on whether it's a boy or a girl. Right. And if you can't tell me that that's not true, I mean, um, then how do you, how do you have a defensible yeah. position? Yeah. Yeah. I, I and again, I know, it. I know that one's a complex issue, but for me, that's, that's what I've come down to, you yeah. know, both, both sides. And again, it doesn't change what I believe, what my faith is, what my moral standard is. And, 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 but I I can't I can't apply my moral to those who don't share my faith who who have yeah. no window for what what my understanding is I can't do that. Talking about laws that work for everyone, right? Whether and we have to think in those terms when we're thinking in the realms of of governance. Yeah, and the whole legislating morality has been tried and it does not work. You no. can't just tell somebody that bad things are now illegal. We tried it on the right, it. and now the left is is the new bastion of trying to 
legislate morality. Yes. You um, can't say and theirs this. is you more horrifying, yeah, because it's like, and again, you had your you had your movements for censorship, you know, in the in the eighties, and you know that were mostly connected to the satanic panic and all these things that were going on. But again, now it's swung completely the other direction and to a much more horrifying extent, to my mind, um, because it's having a much broader effect uh, yeah. than than it it was with that. But um, but yeah, again, I I know that's that some people would even be horrified to hear me say. Uh, what I what I've said about the the abortion issue, and again, oh, yeah. I've lost. Gonna get but I have. I've, I've lost. I've lost sleep over it. I've spent. I've spent countless hours, you know, wrestling with this issue. But again, for me, you know, being being a being a pastor, being in in the church, I will I will preach the sanctity of life from conception till till my dying breath. Yep, without a doubt. And and I'm willing to change my political beliefs. I have over time. Yeah. And I'm good with changing them based on new information, based on, hey, this works in this society. Yeah. It might work in ours, and here's why. And and I'm willing to change my political beliefs. I'm not willing to change my morality. Never. Because there is a standard that I yeah. derive that from, and it's not, you know, it's not anything other than the Bible and what I'm, what I'm taught as a proper understanding of that. Right. And so for me... I would be much less willing to change anything that I consider my morality, my integrity, yeah. than I am to change my political views yeah. based on what will and will not work in our society. Yeah, and again, there's a whole different answer. You know, if somebody's if somebody's coming to me, you know, and this is one of the things I've thought about with with even like homosexuality. You know, yelling at yelling at a group of of gay people that they're going to burn and go to hell, like you've seen with like the Westboro Baptist crazy people. Is 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 not helpful because they don't have the lens that we have to view anything through. And again, I I I don't even want to include Westboro Baptist in that. They're not. Blech. Oh, but another controversial viewpoint that I have along the line of gay marriage yes. is that marriage in and of itself should not be a government institution yes, at all. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to shock everybody right now. I tried really hard to convince my wife for us to not get legally married, to just go into a church before a pastor, before God, and before witnesses, commit to each other and live the rest Say of our lives vows. together. Yep. Because that is why we're married. I am not married because the state of Ohio gave me a piece of paper that says I am legally connected to That's this person. Right. I am not married because I am married because of my faith, because of going before God and witnesses and, and declaring my fidelity and vows to my wife. I also don't like tax laws that would differentiate yes. based on whether people are married or not married. Yes. Those are terrible. Yes. So if you want to fight the gay marriage thing, I don't have a dog in that fight. No. I my dog in that, that fight is the government should be not involved in marriage yes. at all. And if you want to get married, if you think that being married is important, then find a church that matches up with your marriage, your idea of what yes. that, what marriage is, and get married in that church. I want my church, personally, to have a very high standard of what marriage yeah. is, and that it should be a one man, one, one woman, woman together yeah. for life. I'm going to go get married in that church. Yes. That's, and not that, only that's that, where if I you, want to be and if you have And if you have no religious beliefs, go before a justice of the peace, draw up an actual contract, some sort of yeah. make an agreement, and sign on the dotted line. It works for everybody. It yeah. doesn't matter. But that way, you can't force a church to marry whoever yeah. they want to marry. The church can have their own individual standards for right. what that marriage is, 
It it helps yeah. in so many regards. Yeah. But the problem is that it's a government. And now we've ceded that power to the government. Yeah. And, and it's only been it's only been since like the early 1900s. Where for thousands of years have people getting big getting married? Yeah. They've been married by the village elders for years. Yes. And we're not even talking religious elders. Like right. I, I'm all for the religious elders doing it, but right. we're talking about social community elders, like your HOA, you know, the head of your <laughs> HOA can gather you two together and there you go. Like that's how it was done for hundreds and thousands, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. But now we're, now we've ceded that power to the government. And so when you talk to me about gay marriage, I don't have a dog in that fight. I'm like, yeah. you know, so what? Yeah. You know, and, and that, that comes from saying, oh, well, you know, and the whole argument was like that that's you know we can't have gay marriage because then we have this and we have that and i'm like if your church doesn't marry gay people that's your church's stance yeah and people will choose to come to your church based on you know their viewpoints whether it agrees with that or not yeah and if this church over here wants to marry people that are gay that says something about their particular viewpoint and yeah. whether or not i would want to join that right so it, it's, and it's not like, you know, I well, don't know. And, and for me I, that, that gets into, that gets into the, the issue of the fact of like, you know, if, if you proclaim to be a Christian, is homosexuality sinful? Yes. Yes, it sure. is. You, you can't, you can't, you cannot separate that unless you just want to ignore very blatant scripture in the new Testament from Paul. I mean, you just, you just can't, Yeah. you can't ignore that. And, and so to my mind, there's, there, there's that. The two-minded question, you know, we are in a society where our government is this, and we are a nation of laws, and I am a Christian, I believe in Christ, I believe in, in, in the teachings of Christ, I live my life accordingly, I've accepted Him as my Savior, all those things, and because of that, I live my life to the standard of Christ, not to the standard of the law. The standard of Christ is a higher standard than the law of the yeah. land, but the law of the land is not is not the same thing. Yeah. And so... And I, I, don't, I don't want the government being being involved in marriage for the same reason I don't want the government being involved in a lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But you also cannot run around expecting expecting um everybody to adhere to your particular viewpoint of right. Christianity. And so yeah. If you do that, if, you end up with the horrifying thing things that we're seeing in, in certain Muslim controlled in certain Muslim controlled uh, countries, you know, yeah. throwing people off of roofs because they're they're, they're homosexual, gay. stoning them, I mean, doing all these things that we're just like Muslim countries, particularly in Tala, yeah, of gay people, yeah, and yeah. Or, or what is it? In, is it there's even even some of the more Westernized ones. I mean, I I don't remember which one it is, but there's one where if you're if you're caught in homosexuality, you either you'll either be killed or you can have a, a mandatory sex change. Those are your options. Because there, and, there, there is allowance within the Quran that someone is in the wrong body. Like there is an allowance for that in, wow. the, in the Quran, and so they they make. I think it's Iran actually that actually does that. Uh, so you can be killed, or you can have a a sex change and live as the opposite gender, and that is their solution. So that's why Iran says they don't have any gay people because they literally don't. They if, they kill them or they or they alter them. If you say that the government is no longer involved in marriage. One of the things that people would say is like, okay, so who is allowed to adopt and who is yeah. allowed to, and I'm like, still an individual thing. Yeah. Like just like the text 
tax laws should not prefer married people. So should foster and adoptive situations should not prefer just married people. If a single person wants to adopt, if a single person wants to foster, they can. Yeah, that, I remember. I remember hearing. That's completely allowed. Yeah. And so and so, don't come at me with that. There are single parent families yeah. that work out very well, and it's up to the social worker to study that situation yeah. and see if it's worth putting someone <laughs> in that situation, regardless if they're married or not. There's a guy. There's a guy that I follow that's completely unrelated to this, but he talked about his adoption experience. He has two adopted boys, and he adopted older boys very intentionally yeah. because he's what was his word? Babies sell themselves. You, nobody, no, it's not hard to adopt a baby. Go go after the kids that have been in the system that have been stuck in the system and pull them out of there. But he said, he said, even if you're single and you want to be a parent, go and do it. Studies have shown that kids with one parent do far better than kids with no parents. <laughs> and I'm like, That's yes. That's so true. <laughs> and, and so I'm not for the government preferring any one person over another. Yes. And that, that gets me in trouble in some yes. other less popular no, I know. opinions. I know. Because I'm like, okay, any, any minority group that wants to somehow be treated better than everyone else yeah. based upon the fact that they are right now a minority. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so what happens when all of a sudden somebody else is a minority? Right. Do we now treat them particularly better or worse? How much better to have a system of laws that doesn't treat anybody any better based on who they are or where their background or their gender or any, whether they're married, whether yeah. they're unmarried, whether they're gay or, you know, I don't care what whatever yeah. minority you can point to, whether that's you know handicapped or or yeah, you know, down the anything, list. You just all the way list, down yeah. through. We should not be preferring one over the other yeah. when it comes to the basis of the law. Justice should be blind, right? And and if it is, then that protects my religious liberties. That protects yes. my home. That protects. Yes. And again, there will be things that will be allowed that run completely counter to my beliefs. Yep. That really even will fly in the face of my beliefs. But that is okay because as long as those things are allowed, also the things that as I believe in will be allowed. As long as people are still yes. allowed to run out and spew whatever hateful thing they want. Yes. And support whatever candidate they want. Yes. And post pornography. I will still be able to post my Bible verses yes. free and clearly. Yes. That should not yes. be a problem. And again, you know, I, it's like I remember hearing somebody talk about that in relation to free speech, and they said free speech is is only real when I'm willing to fight for speech I disagree with. Oh, absolutely. Like that's the only time free speech is real for me. And I believe that for every freedom. If 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 it's a freedom that I maybe don't disagree with, but I I will defend your ability to make that poor choice. Then I will do it. Think about it right now. Just like every everybody is concerned within the church that you have access to all this stuff in your pocket on your cell phone. Yeah. We should also celebrate the fact that, that the Bible is now available in everybody's smartphone yeah. just as well. Yeah. And that's not true in some countries yeah, like yeah, China yeah, of course, and other of course. places where they regulate. But again, freedom is messy. We talked yeah. about it. Freedom is messy. And it is... But in freedom every free is never society, it's never safe. In every free society you can get the Bible. Yeah. The whole thing yeah. right there on your phone. Yep. It's there available in your language. Yeah. So there are good benefits to it. We can send out this podcast into every country. This thing's being listened to in Iraq. I looked yeah. at it the other day. You know, it's being listened to in Russia. There's there's people picking up this podcast all over the world. Yeah. And I'm like, how beautiful. On the other side, I mean, there's a lot of harmful stuff out yeah. there that's also going around the world much yeah. faster than obviously our podcast. Right, right, of <laughs> but, course. <laughs> but it, it does create those avenues, so... 
Yeah. Yeah. I, we've probably rambled we've, on. Yeah, we've enough. gone way. This might be the longest podcast we've ever done. I'm sorry if you made but, it this you far. Know, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, hopefully it's been a quick, I don't know, what is it, two hours? <laughs> Who knows how long we're we in here? Bounced around a lot of <laughs> yeah. topics today. But again, and again, one of the reasons we like to talk about these kind of things is just because sometimes these are conversations that need to be had. Not because we're going to come up with solutions that we all agree on, but because we all need to think about these things. Yes. We all need to think beyond just, well, here's what I've been told. Or here, and again, for me, I realize I have, I have a very, I don't have a divided mind, but I understand there are different spheres that we have to, we have to make allowance for. And I want to tell all of you that you are allowed to come to my church. Yeah. Whether, whether you agree with me or you disagree Absolutely. with me, you know, I'm, I'm more than welcome to worship right beside you. Without whether a doubt. You're, you're Republican, a Democrat, you totally disagree with everything I said tonight, or you agree with everything. I don't really care. Yeah. I just, you know. If we agree on Jesus, that's what matters. Exactly. That's all that and, matters. And We're family. And yet, that's what it comes come into. Come on in and that's find right. out what it's about. That's because right. That's, that's, right. that's my thing. People, people want to keep the church so pure and holy and separate from everything else. I'm like, we are supposed to be holy, but the church is a hospital. Please yeah. drag everyone in here <laughs> in whatever state they are in and say, you know, come find out what it's about. I yeah. want people in every, I want gay people in my church. Yeah, without a doubt. I want, I want people that, uh, you know, that are Democrats, that are Republicans that are, you know, Green Party. I don't care if you bring your tinfoil hat with you yeah, into the congregation. That's right. I would love to worship beside you. And Without that's a doubt. that's genuinely where I'm at. And the reason I felt comfortable putting all this stuff out there is because yes, I know people are going to disagree with me. Great, fine, wonderful. Yeah. You know, that's that's fine. They're also going to disagree with you. Yeah. No matter what funny opinion you hold, somebody's going to disagree Without with you. Without a doubt. But there needs to be a place where we can all come together. And I still believe that's in the body of Christ. I completely agree so. with you. Completely <laughs> agree. I don't think we can do better than that. So on that note, uh, this has been The Things We Say. Thanks so much, guys, for sticking with us through this one. And uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.